Welcome to the Humana 2 Podcast. I'm Adam Williams. So I've been thinking about how sometimes there's a perception that people who publish books, who publish podcasts, might have a confidence that we don't, might have answers resolved that we don't. And I think sometimes there might be a pressure or a sense that if you are doing a podcast, if you are writing and publishing, that you're expected to have an air of knowing, a confidence. And while I know we all probably do feel more attracted to people who confidently share, I suspect if that's the case, it's because we are feeling insecure or uncertain of our own answers. So someone who steps into the void with, here are your answers that kind of can be appealing. But I don't look at what I do here in that way. I don't think that it's my place to provide answers. I don't think that I have them any more than you do. But I do ask a lot of questions. I do spend a lot of time exploring possibilities. And so what I share here maybe can be of use to you or someone. I've come and gone from blogging over the years and from sharing thoughts in solo episodes on the Humanity podcast in big part because I've had thoughts and insecure questions like these. Who am I to share my thinkings? They're not answers, but how could they be? And if they aren't answers, then well, what value do they offer? What value do I offer in sharing them? And well, people will think that I think I have it figured out. But you know, that insecure voice in me is saying, well, but I know I don't. So when confidence would wane, and my energy would wane for writing and recording for the podcast. And then I would circle back from time to time with some sort of refreshed or renewed perspective and courage, but I was never offering answers. And I tried to make that clear in the way I've used my language. It's an ebb and flow of fear about who might misunderstand my intentions. I suppose I still have that fear in the back of my mind, but I have returned to this podcast, to the Humanity Podcast, to the Humanity Blog, and to all forms creative that I deal in with a renewed energy that is different than in past times. I'm creating and sharing with a frequency and an honesty, a self-honesty, like I think never before, and a trust that you, as, as readers, as listeners, that you know what's what. I mean, you know the difference between a self-touting fool who is spouting answers to life, hollow answers, hollow ideas, false confidence, and a thoughtful, sincere thinker who simply is vulnerably, honestly exploring relatable human questions, right? So with those things in mind, when I stumbled onto a relevant perspective from the renowned 20th century spiritual teacher, J. Krishnamurti, uh, it appealed to me. It resonated. He was speaking to a group in 1980 in Switzerland and was asked this question. There are so many gurus today, both in the East and in the West, each one pointing his own way to enlightenment. How is one to know if they are speaking the truth? Krishnamurti answered more broadly to the ideas of gurus and followers in truth in his response than what I'm going to highlight here. You can easily search up and find the full text if you like. But it's the following part on enlightenment that he concluded his answer with, that I think summarizes the essence of his whole message. He said, nobody can give guidance, can give light to another. Only you yourself can do that. But you have to stand completely alone. That is what is frightening for the old and the young. 
If you belong to anything, follow anybody, you are already entering into corruption. Understand that very deeply, with tears in your eyes, when there is no guru, no teacher, and no disciple. There is only you as a human being living in this world, the world, the society which you have created. And if you do not do something for yourself, society is not going to help you. On the contrary, society wants you to be what you are. Do not belong to anything, not to any institution or organization. Do not follow anybody. Be not a disciple of anybody. You are a human being living in this terrible world, a human being who is the world and the world is you. You have to live there, understand it, and go beyond yourself. Krishnamurti says not to seek, but to question. When I'm writing and podcasting and sharing my thoughts, they are an exploration of ideas out loud. They are a way of saying to myself first and then to anyone who might connect with similar ideas and experiences and feelings in themselves while reading or listening to my words, this is what I think I think, at least for now. Tomorrow, a new idea, a bolt of lightning, might strike with inspiration. I might have a new experience or stumble onto a new insight or learn from a new conversation with someone who shares a fresh perspective. So when I write and when I speak, I try to speak as someone in the mix, not above it. Someone who is fallible and likewise has the ebbs and flows of security and confidence in himself and in his thoughts. It's fluid. I avoid using instructive language as if I can tell you anything. You and I are equal. We're equal in our experiences and in our our life, work, and practices. I can't solve your life or I can't even solve my own. I'm just trying to understand my own. Instead, I try to offer ideas and more than anything, raise questions. It's an investigative process, this business of human life, with answers, quote, answers, coming and going on the shifting sands. I do think a lot, and I process through actions like writing and speaking. To be out loud, literally on podcasts or figuratively in writing, it's an essential part of this self-exploration for me. I also think I have to be willing to be wrong and expose my imperfect thinking to the sunlight. In my mind, that's what solidifies my questions and beliefs of the moment. I face the fear of making my thoughts known because that's when they crystallize and I know I have to own them. That's when I'm really facing them and asking myself, okay, do I really think this? Do I really stand by this? Am I willing to do that? The good news fact here is that no one else has the answers either. We're all just doing the best we can to figure it out as we go in the shifting sands. In fact, the more certain we are about almost anything, the more damage we're likely to cause, I think. We need to be flexible, willing to take in new possibilities and adapt to see the light. It's at the intersection of my good faith sharing efforts and yours that we can take steps forward in our understanding until the sands shift again, calling for reevaluation. Krishnamurti said we must stand alone and give ourselves guidance. That seemed right enough when it comes to knowing ourselves and recognizing our own light. The work begins by going inward and facing ourselves. But I would suggest that beyond that, when we've come to know our own light, we're able to see the light in others as well, and then meet each other there. I'm Adam Williams. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Podcast, and thank you for sharing it, however you might be doing that, whether that's by social media or by word of mouth with your friends and coworkers and your family. We're all humanity. I think what's key here is that we stay true to that. We recognize that and we stay true and stay human. 
Stay Humanitude.